0: matey this parrot wouldn't boom if I put 4,000 bolts through it it's bleeding demise it's not, it's, it's pining and it's not pining, it's passed on this parrot is no more it has ceased to be it's expired and gone to meet its maker this is a late parrot it's a stiff life, it rests in peace. If you hadn't nailed it to the perch, it would be pushing up the daisies. It's running down the curtain
1: and join the crowd invisible.
0: This is an ex parrot.
2: After
1: midnight we're gonna let it all hang out After midnight, we're gonna turn up and shine.
3: Here we go! Ha-ha! Is there life after death? Pretty common question, pretty important question, some will say. Surprisingly common conversation starter, at least on a blind date that I had once. Somebody asked me that, wanted to know what kind of person I am, so wanted to know what I think of death. And my answer is still the same today. Wouldn't you rather like to know what I think of life? Because there is life before death. Isn't that the most important part of it? I do understand the fear. I used to be terrified of death. But in my middle age now, I'm coming better to grips. Surprisingly, I am more comfortable than I used to be with the fact that there is an end coming. And that there are less years in front of me than the behind me please don't call the cops i'm not ready to end it all at all and i have no intention to but it is coming it is inevitable and what happens after i don't know and honestly i don't care i really don't i'd rather care about what's going on now But it will happen someday, and we do a show about it tonight. It's not a gothic show. Please don't turn off your your player. I promise you it's not a gloomy show. But it is a show about death. Welcome to After Midnight. That's the title of my show and not gloomy. I present ten songs on a given subject, topic, word, matter, anything I want. This week it is death. I try to play... You know, it's it's surprisingly hard to select just ten songs about death because there's a boatload of them. I was looking around, and my God, it seems that I I used to think that all the songs were about love, but no, I, at least half the songs are about death, and maybe a few about I don't know paying your taxes, but a lot of songs about that. I chose ten. I try not to go with too obvious. Try to go with songs that I like. And hopefully you will, too. If you would like to talk about this, about any of my shows, about me, about suggestion, be on the show if you want. You can reach me at after midnight podcast at gmx.com. Golf, Mike, X-Ray, G-M-X. Until you do contact me, we will start with three songs about
4: death. Bonehead of the Day ANOTHER DAY CLOSER TO BEING DEAD
5: On the 14th of October, very early in the morning, the results of a crime were found in the stables of Le Père Choupon. The old man had discovered, to his absolute dismay, the dislocated body of Elizabeth Dumoutier. So, the police was called in. I was handed the inquiry. Upon arriving on the scene, some photographs were shot. A couple of small-time journalists were raising their fists among the crowd, shouting,
6: Comment c'est que vous savez ça là vous deux Ouais,
7: normal. Tout le monde les avait quittés le bal en hier soir.
8: Well, I have to go now, fortunately, but uh, Beelzebub here will show you the ropes and the chains and electrodes. Um, And I'd just like to leave you with a favourite joke of mine, if I may, Um, quite apt to the circumstances, I feel, which goes something like, um, knock, knock. Who's there? Death. Death.
2: you're gonna die because you're gonna. I hate to be the bearer of bad news but you're gonna die. Maybe not today or even next year but before you know it you'll be saying is this all there was? What was all the fuss? Why did I bother? Now Maybe you won't suffer, maybe it's quick But you'll have time to think Why did I waste it? Why didn't I taste it? You'll have time Cause you're gonna die Yes, it's gonna happen because it's happened to a lot of people I know My mother, my father, my loves The president, the kings, and the pope, they all had hope, and they muttered just before they went, maybe I won't go. Live life like you're gonna die, because you are. Maybe you won't suffer, maybe it's quick, but you'll have time to think, why did I waste it? Why didn't I taste it? you'll have time cause you're gonna die you're
4: gonna you're gonna
2: die I tell you who else left us fast on, gone to heaven, no longer with us Johnny Cash Dead. JFK, that guy in the stones Lou Garrick Einstein and Joey Ramone, Joey Ramone. have I can my lips. This may come as news, but it's time. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. By the time you hear this, I may well be dead. And you, my friend, might be next. Cause we're all gonna die. Yeah. Or oh, maybe you won't suffer. And maybe it's quick, but you'll have time to think. Why did I waste it? Why didn't I taste it? You'll have time. You'll have time. Cause you're gonna die.
4: You're gonna die. You're gonna die.
2: Yes, you're gonna die. Maybe it's quick, but you'll have time to think, why did I waste it? Why didn't I taste it? You'll have time, cause you're gonna die. Live like live life like you're gonna die because you're going to. Oh yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're gonna die. Maybe not today or even next year, but before you know it, you'll be saying, is this all there was? What was all the fun?
5: of our two previous encounters is now very clear to me. I do not intend to be distracted by another. Good night, Mr. Bond. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die.
3: song block that ended with uh, Ani El Katib. He's an American, but uh, parents are Palestinian and Filipino. He's from California. Pretty young guy. Considering the style of his music, you can clearly feel the, the 60s vibe going into his music. You can hear the Beatles, the zombies, the turtles behind there. Pretty, uh, pretty awesome song. Pretty awesome guy. I like his style. Uh, he's about, I think, 32, 33 maybe um, I, I definitely will put it on my watch list to to, uh, to check out what he's gonna do I discovered that song on um, on a show called louder milk if you hadn't seen it it's on direct TV's audience network pretty funny show it's about uh, about a music critic who uh, who's a recovering alcoholic pretty much through his life and his community service consists in um, helping other alcoholics uh, recovering and he's not doing a very good job because he's a music critic and, you know, we all know they're all suck. Pretty funny show, Loudermilk. Um, check it out. I'm not going to plug in more than that. Before him, we had, oh my god, Shat. You recognize Captain Kirk William Shatner. He, if you know a bit of his history in the 60s and 70s, he made a fool of himself by doing uh, some, some, Spoken word albums or songs, and it was really crap. He was bad, and it became really a running gag. But Shat, um, in the mid 90s, did an incredible job of reinventing himself. Even in the 60s and 70s, he reinvented himself as a brilliant comedian, incredibly funny guy, and profound, surprisingly profound. So he he, he came back to it to what he used to do in the 70s. But he did it seriously and it's incredible so he did an album in um 2004 or 5 called has been and it's amazing and you have incredible talents coming in to, to help him out you have henry Rollins, You yeah oh, god you really need to, to 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 listen to the album and it's insane because he had, he was in a movie in 98 a movie called free enterprise where he played um an exaggerated version of himself. I, crappy, if you will, version of himself, who wants to produce uh, a musical based on uh, Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. And it's really an, an arious part of the movie, because it's so ridiculous. But he does a song about it, in the film it's good. And uh, so in 2005, it is, his album has been, and his album inspired a ballet I'm not kidding I kid you not somebody took his his album has been a spoken word album and made a ballet around it and this is a documentary uh, that came out I think in 2009 um that pretty much chronicles what it is and made by by Shatter himself it's absolutely beautiful you have to get that album seriously it's incredible there are some extremely deep tracks there's one about um his wife who committed suicide back in the in the 90s was really really uh, Heartbreaking theme but he talks about it, and that song is just shattering. He does incredibly funny songs. Just listen to it. Do yourself a favor, you will thank me. I promise. Before that, starting out, the Tree Block was uh, La Faire du Moutier by the Box Montreal. is a box um, staple of the 1980s here in Montreal. Pretty good band. Their music was pretty much like that. Um, they they came back together well they disbanded in 1992 uh because well the, the 80s were done and they kind of were not so uh, whatever they were doing was not working anymore they disbanded they came back together in the early 2000s but had more of a prog rock sound to it so instead of doing 80s they were doing 70s didn't really catch on they still play sometimes but more of as a nostalgia kind of thing still i grew up in the 80s and i I loved them i would listen to their music all the time this was their second album that's when really they got consecrated they they became rock stars uh, here in uh, in uh, montreal um coming up next what do we have next two more songs about guess what
4: death
1: Songs about death. Leader of the pack. The guy fucking beefs it on his motorcycle and dies, right? Dead Man's Curve, Jan and Dean. Do you know that right after they recorded that song, Jan himself um, crashed his. It was Dean, you fucking idiot. It was Jan. It was a long time after this. Okay, whatever. Tell Laura I love her. That would bring the house down. Laura's mom could sing it. Yeah. You know what I'd want?
3: Uh-huh.
1: One Step Beyond by Madness. Uh-huh. And, uh, you can't always get what you want.
9: No, immediate disqualification because of its involvement with the big chill. Oh, God, you're right.
8: All right.
5: This program to bring you... With Big Chica Hamster.
9: A man posted a brand new entry on his blog with a spectacular title on top. Do you know what happened next? Cause I don't, I didn't stick around to fucking read it. But I would bet my spinning wheel that the answer is quote-unquote jack shit. Clickbait articles are the online equivalent of a Brian Adams song. It sounds good at first, but by the time you realize he's got fuck all to say, you've wasted time that you'll never get back. Here's a novel idea for purveyors of poorly taught-out online journalism. How about instead of luring people in by clicking an article under false pretense, you actually write something that somebody might want to read. I mean, if people listen to this here pile of donkey smack, there's clearly an audience for anything. Even if it's, sometimes a really small, one. But bitchy, websites need the click count for ad revenue streams and to optimize their position in search engine results. You know what? No, they don't. How many times do you think you can fool the same people into clicking a worthless article on your site? How will your click count look once you've Justin Biebered your entire audience into staying the fuck away from you? Outside the fantasy world of market research and advertising, no one gives a Bill O'Reilly's lie about click count because they're meaningless. And it's a mistake worthy of a meme for a webmaster to think that the number of hits the site gets is more important than whether or not anyone actually sticks around to read it. Nothing shows how little regard you have for your own work and the people who read it like relying on search engine optimization to lure them in. I mean, Shakespeare did not need to use the title Hot Chick blows her brains out next to Dead Lover because he wrote a play gripping and elaborate enough for people to want to make a thousand movies about it 500 years later. If you have strong enough material, you won't need to rely on stupid catchphrases unless you've deluded yourself into hearing the last track of a CBS sitcom. (laughs) Apologies to CBS for I'm implying that your show's my... Oh, fuck it. Your show sucks, CBS!
3: <laughs> Halfway point of this show, presented by the Roden Rage podcast with Bitchy the Hamster. If you'd like to listen to more of their stuff without the annoyance of my own podcast, God forbid, you can find them at roadandrage.podomatic.com 24-7 because it's on the internet and the internet is never closed unless you have a lousy provider. Before that, we had um, American electronic musician Dan Deacon, 7 studio album called uh, Glyss Riffer. I like it especially because it's an album about a guy trying to relax, trying to fight his anxiety. <laughs> Even though it might not show in that song you just heard, it is really what he was doing. The guy was fighting a lot of anxiety, getting a lot of, uh, of push to come up with a new album with better music and uh, giving him a lot of of, um, of sleepless nights so he made the entire album about that about trying to relax pretty good song um it's i have to admit it's another song that i heard at a grocery store flipped my phone listened to it knew what it was and got it so honestly if you want to find good songs go to the grocery store i'm not kidding it's no longer elevated music it's really good music not a dirt playing it was followed by swan lake which is kind of a canadian supergroup if you will you wouldn't know much of the artists but they're all underground they're all famous in the underground music circle of canada they all come from famous little indie music groups and uh, once in a while they come together and they do an album a show an appearance as swan lake and this song all fires is just Listen to it over and over and over and over again. It's mesmerizing. There's a lot of debate online as to what the lyrics mean, but it's pretty clear to me that they are talking about ending. Ending of more than just a moment. Ending of something much bigger than uh, we'd like to admit. Coming up next, we have more songs about that. Mazzy Star, followed by... Echo and the Bunny Man.
4: Everything is fine. There's an infinite number of realities, Morty. And in a few dozen of those, I got lucky and turned everything back to normal. I just had to find one of those realities in which we also happen to both die around this time. Now we can just slip into the place of our dead selves in this reality, and everything will be fine. We're not skipping a beat, Morty. Now help me with these bodies. This is insane. Look, Morty, I'll grab myself. You grab yourself, okay? I mean, that, that, that seems fair to me. I mean...
6: Your lips, a magic world. Your sky all hung with jewels. The killing moon will come too soon. Fate up against your will. Say,
3: Echo and the Man, lovely song, absolutely love it, even though I'm not extremely familiar with the band. I tried to listen to to other songs they did, I never really caught on to it, but this song comes from the original theatrical version of um, Donnie Darko. If you've seen it, unfortunately when they released it on DVD they released mostly, mostly the director's cut, which swapped pretty much all the songs. And this one, the opening song, was replaced by, if I'm not mistaken, In Excess, Never Tears Apart. But it just doesn't feel right. This one, it did. It really did. And it's uh, it's a regular staple on Top Gear. If you if you like to watch the old Top Gear uh, with Clarkson, Hammond, and May, you could often hear that song in their uh, in their clip. they really popular, They're really good, good, good song. Before that, a song I don't really like to talk about. Um, It's pretty obvious what it is about, and it's a touchy subject for me, Um, but I'd like to talk about where I got it from. I got it from Rick and Morty. It's probably the best episode. It's it's surely the best half-hour of television of its generation. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. Basically, Morty wants uh, wants to uh, hook up with a girl he likes at school, and he's invisible to her, so he asks Rick, the mad scientist, to make him some kind of a love potion number nine. Problem is, it doesn't interact well with the flu. She has the flu, and, well, the entire world is Cronenberg. They call it everybody becomes incredible ugly creatures, so uh, they try, they try, they try to solve it and they can't, so Rick comes in with a pretty easy solution, go to an alternate universe where he and Morty just died, and just take their place. And that's it. From that point on, (laughs) Rick and Morty exist in an alternate universe. It's just insane. It's an insane show and it's an insane episode, but the music is unbelievable and this is an example of it. Uh, again, I, I don't really like to talk about it. I like to listen to it, though. Um, so I hope it didn't bum you down. That song—it's a beautiful, 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 beautiful song. And uh, and please, if you don't follow Rick and Morty, what the hell are you thinking? Rick and Morty, watch that show. And on that note, we're launching into the end game of the show with the final three songs about death.
2: has never killed anyone. Suddenly becoming stationary. That's what gets you.
1: Waiting at arrivals by the baggage carousel. Time can be a tyrant, but it's always served you well. The game is just a game, and the prize is just a prize. How do you keep a straight face when you're telling all those lies? You are the one. You are the bullet in the chamber of the gun You are the long forgotten prodigal son And you will be here ages after I'm gone I can only hope to kill you with a song Tells me you're a father to a soul You held us in your arms and pressed our backs against the wall What is that you're looking at? Tell me what you see That specter in the corner looks an awful lot like me You are the one You are the bullet in the chamber of the gun You are the long forgotten You will be here ages after I'm gone I can only hope to kill you with a song With a song, with a song I can only hope to kill you with a song With a song I've got one shot to kill you with a song You know, it's not easy juggling a full-time job and raising a family, so don't expect it to be so easy to get one of your souls back next time. Which will be soon. What with Muscle Man entering that hot dog eating contest. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, you're going to die in a hot dog eating contest.
6: ta
3: I promised a show about death that wouldn't be necessarily gloomy and I do hope I delivered but I have to go out on a serious note because it needs to be said. If you find yourself on the edge about to jump the cliff please, please ask for help. Nobody will come to your aid if they don't know that you need it. People are so busy in their own lives and their own problems that most of the time they fail to see that somebody else is in need. Please ask. And if the people who are supposed to give you help, your loved ones, your close ones, your friends, if they do not respond to, to your need, then it says nothing about you. It says everything about them. And you need to look elsewhere because nobody can guess out of the blue that someone over there among 7 billion people needs help. But if you ask, somebody will come. If nobody does, please come to me. And I mean it. This here is my salvation. This is my therapy, talking to you people after midnight. It helps me stay sane and stay hopeful. But I will be there to give you that hope that i found. So please reach me at after midnight podcast at gmx.com. Anytime, day or night, I'm practically always up. So I will respond to your email Please, please reach out. We had, as we closed out the show, Queen, Hammer to Fall. Some people thought it was, you know, it came out in 84 85. Some people thought it was about uh, the end of the Cold War. But no, it's not. It's really about life and death in general. And it's a song, um, obviously, written by Brian May. He was the one mostly resisting Queen's move towards more synthetized music didn't like that, and it always forced him to get a, a lesser role, so he wrote this song to be really a rock song, so he, he could go out and play guitar and be, be up front. So that was really his song among the, the, the Queen movement. Uh, before that, Canadian Band Stars with uh, "Weapon" as a Song really liked that song. It's kind of cheesy, but it really came out of nowhere, uh, in a time of really, uh, of cynicism, of of hard music or stupid music i've had a choice you have this cute little song that comes out i really love it played it all the time in my car and uh before that that Cap for cutie i did not know much about this band i'll be perfectly honest but i heard that song at walmart <laughs> it's, not, it's really i i was shopping at walmart heard a song whipped out my phone took my 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 song searching app found that it was Dead Cutie. downloaded it and here it is in your ears as well really like it i hope you like the show i really liked doing it for you again please if you need to talk if you have questions suggestion if you want to be on the show again contact me at after midnight podcast at yahoo.ca i thank you for listening and i will be back next week goodbye